There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You may already know that the Football Ramble have teamed up with audible.co.uk to offer you a free audiobook of your choosing when you sign up for a free one-month trial at audible.co.uk slash football ramble. So if you want Why England Lose by Simon Cooper and Stefan Szymanski, I Partridge by Alan Partridge, or The Football Men, Up Close with the Giants of the Modern Game by Simon Cooper, then sign up at audible.co.uk slash footballramble, or choose from a range of about 60,000 other titles. The 30-day free trial means you can choose a free audiobook, which is yours to keep, whether or not you decide to cancel in the trial period. Go to audible.co.uk slash footballramble and sign up now. The championships are underway and this is the football ramble. And you're all under arrest. My name's Marcus and I've got Jim with me. <laughs> Hello. Peace. Luke. All right. That's right. They're all here. I haven't subbed any of them in. Uh, now, ooh, let's start with what's been your favourite moment from the first round of the first stage of the group games of the European Championships 2012? <laughs> oh, I'm all excited. It's, it's, we're well underway. Very formal. Jim. Very formal excitement. <laughs> At least I now know what tournament you're referring to. <laughs> Euro 2012. Uh, my my favourite moment of the first uh, opening uh, round of games has been the uh, incredible performance from one Andre R. Shavin. <laughs> was uh, delighted to see that the yeah. effort he put in for Russia against the Czech Republic. He was everywhere. Mm. Oh. Not for your beloved Arsenal. No, done that no. For a while. Well, to be fair to R. Shavin, he was played for the middle, wasn't he? Uh, mm. Which is you know his favoured position always in, has been. Indeed. And he's had a haircut. He has had a haircut. Yeah, yeah. Looks, it looks like he's aged to Arsenal, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it really does. He looks like he really. I know we've seen him play for Russia before, and he's done this before, and he's you know he's been on those it anyway. But he he does genuinely look like he really enjoys playing for. Mm. Yeah, he's the main man there. He, lo- mm. he loves. I think he also really relishes um, helping out the younger players. And really yeah, helping, you know, yeah, that sort of definitely. Thing. And uh, Russia's performance in general well, was a highlight. They look like the Russia of old, and we, I know we'll be coming on to them. We'll be coming on to that. The Pete. USSR. Not <laughs> <laughs> <Right> anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. Pete, uh, I will go for. Mm-hmm. The three-five-two of Italy. Oh yes! Even when the chips were down, even when they were on the back foot, they did not go. Oh my God! Let's just panic. Yeah. It, it looked really good. It looked yeah. really. Um, they really packed the midfield, and Indeed. it was really enjoyable to see. And obviously, Di Natale as well. Yeah, it's absolutely. Cool. Well, yeah, we'll be certainly. That's both of mine. So what picking, picking the bones out of that one. <laughs> Luke. Yours, Luke. Well, they were. That was both of mine. But I, I was going to go more specifically for uh, Daniel De Rossi. Our, our prayers were answered, Marcus. Yes. The thing, the thing we dreamed about, <laughs> not together, separately, for the last three or four months, uh-huh. has come true. De Rossi. 
after playing a couple of times for Roma at sweeper has, has sweeped up the mm. Italian defence um, he looked a little bit wobbly at times yeah, I, I love the fact that he also <laughs> was trying to play a little bit of offside every so often not as a sweeper son yeah that's uh, it yeah, that's <laughs> not what you're there for and also he was wearing one long sleeve and one short sleeve which is very strange and had a bit of a wild man beard yeah he was ready for yeah. the Spanish because yeah. <laughs> the Spanish were so tiny as well it made him look like an absolute colossus yeah. like a big giant man <laughs> and also my, my, um, my theory around the one short sleeve one long sleeve thing is Prandelli's obviously said to them look we're playing three at the back we're going to confuse them as much as we can so grow a beard get yeah. one sleeve long one sleeve short mm. they don't know what the hell's mm. going on <laughs> and it sort of, it sort of works yeah, well, again we'll, we'll talk about that um, in due course I'm going to go for England's discipline yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it was there. Pro- it's the progress I wanted, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. Hellfire. Um uh, <laughs> so uh, well we've got to give out the points. Um I'm not, you confused me, Pete and Luke, with with, with the, the whole Italy thing. So for the first time ever I'm gonna give you both the points. Oh, thanks. oh. oh. Point share. So rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, one thing that definitely It's an Italian loving, basically. <laughs> the one thing that definitely wasn't my highlight was yes. the fact that we appear to have taken a backward step. I know it's n- not FIFA for oh, you. I know what you're gonna say. No ball on a pedestal. Yeah. 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 No yeah. get the ball off the pedestal and say it's game time. It doesn't matter yeah. what happens for the rest of the tournament, it's probably been a failure. Yeah, Tainted. That's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> you listen anyway, but get that sorted. I love that bit. There has been some good violence though, so you know swings and red. Not from us as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, uh, you know, country's gone to the dogs. Um, so uh, we're going to start with England versus France, and it ended one all. And England did look very disciplined. It was perhaps the performance that, that we realistically mm. hoped for. We got, we got our ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was <laughs> nine, nine minutes. Was nine nine minutes, minutes was, yeah, between, between the goals. The goals. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but, but England started. You know, pretty relaxed, pretty confident. A, a couple of uh, banks of four that, that worked quite well. Yeah, well, it was, that's what we were expecting, wasn't it? They played in the way we expected, but just with more success. Mm. I suppose. Really. And I was very impressed with the discipline of Gerard as well. A lot of been, yeah. a lot of people have spoken about his sort of royal Rovers antics, us included. And he put in a real captain's performance, a real shift. I mean, I, to be perfectly honest, I know Gerard's not been great in England shirt, and we've talked about that before, and many people have. But I'd say that was one of his best performances for him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think going into the game, uh, we mentioned it uh, on the last show. I mentioned it a bit on Twitter on the Football Ramble Twitter account as well the two the two key areas were Gerard's discipline mm-hmm. and John Terry at that right centre back position mm. I think they both Terry did very well as well both Terry looked so solid yeah. yeah what he did very well is, I mean, you need to take into account the heat as well he looked very yeah. hot there yep. Roy Hodgson had a real bead on before the game <laughs> started um, but the, the, what, they, what they did do well is like, as you said Marcus had these two banks of four um, but they, they picked their tackles very well they picked when to nick the ball and when not to yeah. I, I mean there was a few mistakes they gave a few free yeah, tackles away yeah, but yeah. On, on the whole it's 90 minutes of football it was fine <laughs> yeah. and, and the good thing was again the transitional play because you've got um, Oxlade Chamberlain Young and Wilbert with yeah. a bit of pace you can, you can really hit yeah. them Wilbert was a man that really shone yeah well he, well, he worked really really hard he, he was sort of do, fulfilling that um, Drogba in the uh, Champions League <laughs> yeah. final to yeah. left Barca wing back in front of the full back. yeah and, but also like um, the Ox looked really excitable and yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. probably one of our Few creative outlets. Yeah. Just, yeah. We didn't weren't pulled offside every five minutes. You know, we might have uh, got nicked a couple of goals. Yeah, the linesman was a bit generous with a couple of decisions. What do you think of the referee then? Because the, the ITV were obviously pursuing a sort of anti-referee agenda, but we all watched the game together. I don't. Mm. I mean, there was a few dodgy decisions, but I don't think we really picked up. I, thought, I think two, oh, there was two a few bad decisions picks. really stand out, which is when Gerard was fouled on the box and when Glenn Johnson was just barged off the ball by Frank Ribery yeah. on the right wing. For, me, both in the, second for half. the Gerard decision, though, I think his reputation preceded him to yeah. a certain extent. I agree with you. <clears throat> was that referee uh, Rizzoli? The Italian, it was, wasn't it? Because I think he managed, I think he refereed the Milan Milan derby the four oh, two he? recently. I remember doing all right in that game, particularly. Well, you know, peaks and troughs. But um, uh, no, it, it, look, two or three little free kick decisions. Mm. If you miss, what, if you're missing open goals, you can't be. Well, about the I mean, well, that's it. England. I mean, they, they, as we thought, they soaked up the pressure quite nicely. Look very then, comfortable and, doing it, and as they well, look which very is something they've often not 
been comfortable with. Well, we talked about other teams' defences, you know, and we will obviously come on to them when we go um, through our roundup of round one of the games. Um, but England's defence looked very good. Mm. And, uh, okay, well, as you said, once or twice maybe. But some of Glenn Johnson's covering was very good. Yeah, Glenn yeah, Johnson, much more. I think Tori, uh, Tori, or Torres, Tori Terry, <laughs> or Terry, uh, sort of lunged in, and I think it was down to him to uh, cover. And he did. And he did. Job well, Glenn Johnson's well. recovery pace is superb. Yeah, I think it's just it's like other parts of his game aren't that great. And it was it was heartening to see when. We went down to one all. Um, we brought on a couple of offensive players rather than um, yes. sort of trying to yeah. just stifle the midfield a little bit, which you'd expect, yeah. kind of expect them to do. Which kind of gives, like psychologically, the other team something to think about rather than just sort of right, right. they're packing it. Well, let's get out wide. We were getting a bit bogged down, weren't we? And I think yeah. that was the right thing to do. Mm. I, I mean, the thing we've talked about quite a lot on this show. I mean, over the years, we've we've talked quite um, well at length, really, with, about um, Samuel and Lucio and used them as an example and That's said right. that you can defend deep if you want without mm. panicking. Mm. Just mm. because you're defending deep doesn't mean you, you're panicking yeah. you're inviting everything onto you and yeah. you're going to lose the game it's like, like a last resort what it means what it can mean is you're comfortable with the ball at your feet quite right. for the goal and you can use it properly and mm. and as you said actually Marcus halfway through the game I think it was you said you know they're, given, they're losing the ball occasionally maybe 10 or 15 yards into their own half but at least not lumping it into the corner yeah. and yeah. fighting pressure back on them because psychologically that's, that's very right. demanding there was a period right. where they started to do that and that was when Hodgson made the changes so it was almost as if he was <coughs> aware that this sort of this kind of default setting had crept back as, in as and that's when said, he shifted things up a as little. you said Jim, the, you know I was like oh what are they doing and you just went England are back yeah. <laughs> and, when, and when Hart has such a great performance because he, he is quite a commanding goalkeeper mm. it kind of when he, the actual goal went in forefront he sort of thought oh I thought he could have done a little bit better with that because you know yeah, he, it was yeah. his, he, it was on the right right hand side of the goal. He made an excellent save in. just before that. Yes. Though, yeah, from the header. To be fair to Hart, though, I mean, Sam and Asri's shot did come through a sort of a forest of legs. You know, it was. I, a I think Ribery that perfect. You, you watch Ribery. He's intelligent enough to do it. You see the way he positions himself. He yeah. looks almost like he's doing that on purpose. Mm. But I thought Gerard and Parker gave the defence um, a lot of protection. And what I think I thought they did really well was they invited it on, invited it on, and and the tackling I thought was great at times, and they were just nicked the ball and they were away and in the first half you know Milner was sent through and round the keeper and missed uh, but a couple of times you know just when we got the ball in between France's uh, midfield and defence you know we, we looked quite likely mm. we found I mean listen there were gaps between the, the, their defence and midfield which we found quite readily yeah. Yeah. yeah, we found those more readily than I sort of anticipated yeah. and more readily than I thought France would give up and you know let's get it in perspective it's a very hot day a hot evening and France is the strongest team in the group uh, you know, we're gonna if we want to progress, we're gonna face stronger teams. But, you know, it's the first competitive international Royal Hotels have ever managed. Yeah. Yeah. So, and a lot of those players, it's their first match at a tournament. Yeah, Hart, slow Parker. pitch as well. Slow pitch yeah. as well. Yeah, that's right. Which Hart, I think actually played into our hands. I think you know the heat and obviously the, the grass did look a little bit long, and it slowed the game down a little, which uh, which certainly benefited England. Gives us time to sort of regroup. And that Absolutely, of yeah. Hmm. Um, Les Scott opening his account yeah. with an English yeah. goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a ball much. it was in from Gerard. Yes, absolutely superb. Lescott found himself in a great position. and well, uh, He just sort of stepped forward and yeah. Yeah. away from his Let the ball up. hit off his head. It was Diara just, just wasn't bothered, was he? No. It's so interesting because Diara I've seen in the past and he, and he was at times this game as well. It's such a threat. Attacking set pieces. Yeah. Well, he had two well, I mean, yeah, he, he forced a very good save out of Joe Hart and then we were quite lucky but that Lescott he missed the follow-up. 
yeah. for the goal. He's, he's, but he's 20 times bigger than any other player yeah. on the field. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I was screaming at Young and, uh, and uh, Oxley Chamberlain when they found themselves a couple of occasions. It didn't happen very often, but a couple mm. of occasions on the break. Yeah. Lump it 15 yards past him and I leg know. it round him. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's <clears> rangy, <throat> but he's not rapid. Mm. You know, And Oxley Chamberlain would have him on toast if he, mm. if he did that. But maybe it's the pitch and the fact that yeah. Oxley Chamberlain is inexperienced. I think you, know, you didn't really see the raw pace of either of those players. Again, possibly because of the pitch and the conditions. So, yeah. But also, though, you've got to remember. It's the first game of the tournament. Yeah, yeah. there's been a lot of talk about. Great start. It was a great start. First game of the tournament. And we've had one, bef- one before. Yeah, in the, the Euros. Exactly. The, the um, you know, you're playing against the, the best team in the group, really, mm. and a team that people say could go out in the first round, could win it. Well, if you're saying a team could win it, then they're decent. Yeah. And they've got two of the most uh, wonderful attacking players that Europe have to offer in Benzema yeah. and, and Ribery, and, and, and well, Nazri could argue as well. Well, and that, so, a ridiculous goal from Nazri. So good. Oh yeah. So it so was, good. It I mean, it's one of those you've just got to accept you're going to concede goals like yeah. that sometimes it's a moment of magic so you've, you've got all those things um, into consideration it's a hot day as you say one thing and another and so Oxley chamberlain the thought of whacking it past the fullback and legging 10, 20 yards or whatever it might not be the first thought in their mind no. you know yeah. and especially as you've got a goal up you, okay yeah, let's, let, let's take it easy and then one all okay, let's not mm. be silly here so you take that confidence and Hodgson will say right that was, that was excellent It'll take a lot of positives now what are we going to do for the next game let's keep the shape yeah. keep that shape and keep the discipline but in, against Sweden you'll have a little bit more joy and go and express yourself just that bit more and you grow into the tournament yeah well they, they were rattled after the goal it was for, yeah. for, a, for a good five ten minute spell mm. uh, they, as we were saying it was like the old England were back yeah. and they were sort of lumping balls and mm. making sort of rash decisions and not really thinking about what they yeah. were doing yeah but but they, they banished it you know yeah. they, they got back into their rhythm and they, they stuck to the game plan I thought generally you know you, you, I think you can put that down to being the sort of first game and nervousness and what not but I th- think they've, they've clearly got a plan we said on the show last week we were hoping that because they'd had, had such a short amount of time to work with Roy Hodgson the plan's going to be very clear and they're going to have to stay with it and not mm. deviate from it and it looks like that's what's happening and it's an English system and, and also as, as time goes on the confidence comes from the, the sort of how well the system works that's right if, if Hodgson a lot of the way Hodgson will get his confidence and get the players sort of trust as well will be look after four or five games competitive games if we're lucky at this tournament um, look, the system works. You can see it works. Mm-hmm. The and they'll become works. more comfortable and they'll yeah. be able to express themselves within it. Exactly. And, and if you take those positives into the Sweden game, it's not going to be as hot in Kiev. It's no. about five or six, maybe seven degrees. And it's an evening cooler. game. It's an evening game. And Sweden aren't France. Sweden have mm. got a dangerous player. Yeah, they, they, and they, they can hurt so. us, but they're no France. You know, so there's a lot of positives to be taken. You get, As Gerard said in this post match interview, if you, if you go four points after two games, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So uh, a lot of positives and, and whatnot. And, uh, and Roy seems. he's very relaxed in the role very assured yeah. hmm. and, it, and it gives me a lot of assurance as well <laughs> to yeah. see a good bloke in charge of England who looks as though he's got a plan I'm, I'm loving the realistic expectations around yeah. England we've campaigned for it for years and it's <laughs> happening I, I sort of wonder whether France really knew too much about how to break us down I, I, think, I think they saw the two banks of four well actually realistically it was the four and then the two and occasionally the wingers touched That's right, but, yeah. but France almost sort of seemed to think well what do we do with this you know they, I don't remember them having too many shots for a long range no. they didn't resort to that well no they had a couple of, they had a couple yeah. but Joe Hart made a couple really, of simple really saves well, yeah, but they were more speculative if you they, can they? restrict the likes of Benzema and Ribéry to 25-30 yard shots yeah. I think that's pretty good yeah 
because they're going to get chances you can't play a 90 minute match against a, a top side with, with great players and not expect them to have anything yeah. you know? and nobody dived in in the 18 yard box which yeah. is you know we've you know we've found ourselves on the back foot due to stuff like That's that right. and we've still got Rooney yeah. to come back exactly Milner cheated as well which I've been campaigning <laughs> <Yeah>. for <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When he, what was that when he, when he wasn't fouled but he stayed down yeah. so just the French having a look to see <laughs> if the ref was uh, going to give it the bush gets if you will yeah, yeah. absolutely and England hadn't put out the ball for France previously no. so France were I felt yeah. really sorry for Milner because uh, <laughs> he, looked, he, he put a shift in yeah, he's, he's he an really absolute did. work call it, oh every God. time the subs ball went up he was, he was looking <laughs> over the, the, the last sub he was like I don't believe <laughs> come on what have I got he, to do he, to earn my substitution yeah. he worked like a builder didn't yeah, he, he did, in that yeah. Yeah. he's having a pint of strongbow yeah. right now he's got, he's got his high vis on <laughs> like still yeah yeah, yeah indeed. <laughs> well uh, for the next England game we'll be there we yeah, were in Sweden in, in, in Kiev. Um, so BBC looking, aren't going. <laughs> no. <laughs> we are. But we are filling in for them um, unofficially. So think about giving us your license. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we could do Doctor Who. Mm. In, indeed. Um, so, well, uh, our positive start for England then. Yes, we're all happy yes. There. We're all happy there. And we're all about platforms. Now, uh, well, let's go back to day one of, of the championships in Group A, where Poland entertained Greece. What a great game it was it to was, kick off the tournament, really I personally think. I mean, yeah. it was goals, sendings off, mm. um, a penalty miss. <laughs> it was <laughs> a lot of fun. Usually the opening day of, of a championship, you know, or the opening game rather, is, is a little bit of a damp squid. Yeah. A damp squid. Yeah, squids are often damp because they're in the sea. <laughs> yeah, they need to be. Well, um, Luke sort of said last week that, you know, um, at the start of every tournament, they always um, you have three or four games where the referee cracks down, and he most certainly certainly oh, cracked down. Oh, yeah. Bloody Nora. Um, <laughs> Papas de Topopolis. That would Forgive me. Or, David uh, Acropolis. <laughs> I've resorted to using his Socrates first name. Socrates, yeah. we'll call him. Um, the Greek man I'm yeah. going with. <laughs> yeah, he that, was, that referee, the Spaniard, he's... he's dished out so many cards in the league of the I would like to suggest that um, Socrates uh, didn't even commit a foul let no, alone absolutely. get a booking I, I, I was like, you've gone further than me because I was perfectly willing to come on this show and say the first one wasn't even a foul yeah. no. definitely not absolutely and the second not. one you've seen not given this foul before. Yeah. yeah but two bookings and he's away so it made me worry it was going to be like the World Cup where people were going to be getting yellow cards and eventually getting sent off for all kinds of stupid stuff but it's died down since then mm. which is a, a good thing I mean the, the red card for Chesney in the same game was, game was utterly deserved well yeah I mean, well, definitely not even Chesney could uh, no, yeah, yeah. but I mean, Poland started um, very, very lively, and, and Lewandowski scored, which didn't surprise any of us, of course, with the great season he's had with Dortmund, as mm. I'm sure you've heard a thousand and one times. <laughs> and he headed it down, Jim. Yes, he did. Yeah. Textbook. Uh, I was, think, it was I think Halkis, who I've seen play at Portsmouth, I think he played about six or seven games for Portsmouth, and he was dreadful. Mm. Uh, his debut was in the, um, the South Coast derby against Southampton, and he was shocking. Mm. I couldn't believe Positioning was just like, oh, ah. well, yeah. <laughs> it made it so easy for Lewandowski. Yeah. That play, yeah. A striker of that quality will lap that up all day. Yeah. And I'd like to. Single pound out for special credit actually because it's a massive deal for them. It's the first yeah. time I posted the tournament. They're on, on display in front of the world. They want to put a good impression across, and they're under, I think, probably quite crippling pressure against a team that weren't fancy to do anything at all. Mm. And they and they and okay, they didn't get a win, but they played well. I thought Lewandowski played well. I thought um, Blazikowski played well mm. too, as did Obrania. They did play well, but I think the problem they have is that they don't look like they suit having the upper hand they're a team that are very much used to playing on the back foot and sort of trying to get stuff out of games and when they were on top against Greece they didn't really know how to capitalise on it they made some well, quite that, sloppy yeah. rash decisions they should have gone a lot into of the time but um, yeah, they, they, they let count, Greece back in but I mean uh, you know 1-0 at half time Greece are down to 10 men um, Poland must have thought brilliant this is a, th- a, th- a vital three points yeah. um, and then came on Salpengaitis 
Oh yeah. God, for the yeah. Greeks who had a wonderful afternoon. He was at the centre of everything good Greece did. I couldn't believe. I, I don't know that much about him. No. I think he plays for PA okay, but he um, he was at the centre of everything they did well. He won the penalty. He scored, scored the goal. The goal. <laughs> but the, had the, a goal disallowed, rightly. Yeah. But the, the, the goal was. Oh, sorry, rather the, um, the the penalty was a great move from the Greeks. I mean, uh, uh, Saban Gaidis. He made a great run. I think he, I think it was him who played it back to the midfielder. Popped it over, lovely. Mm. And uh, Chesney's come out, and, and they forced him into that foul. Mm. And it, was, it was superb play it from was, the Greeks. It was very similar to what um, happened to David James in the Euro 2004 yeah. against France, where he had yeah. to make the foul. There's nothing he could do. That's right. He couldn't stop himself. But Sal Sal yeah. just ticked all the entertainment boxes, didn't he? He did. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like Louis Spence. But yeah, he had, he had a great time. But you know, a one nil down and down to ten men, you could have never. Have seen Greece doing that, and people have people have slagged them off and said, "Oh, blimey, they're boring defensive and all the rest of it." Full credit to them on that, mm. on that in that game. They they really took it to the polls. I hope Spence and Gidas um, starts <laughs> yes. in the next game. Uh, we, certainly said, that. we said this before, and we'll probably come on to mention it uh, with Ireland shortly. When you set your team up like that, as Greece always do, it's a four-three-three, mm. isn't it? But they they, they pack the bottom four-five-one. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Um, when you go a goal down, it's almost like what are you going to do? Yeah, because yeah. you've almost played for a nil-nil and hope you can. Well, you bring on Louis Spence. You bring on Louis. <laughs> Who'd have thought that would be the answer? <laughs> yeah. Other managers around the world are like, I wish I thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Actually, I, th I thought the Polish fans were exceptional as well. Yeah. So loud. Just mm. it was good. The atmosphere oh. was electric. And it, it, there, it, there's been some odd atmospheres in the grounds as well. Again, yeah. I'm sure we'll come and, on to. And, and Chesney, I did, I did find it. I like that moment where he knows he's off. He just sort of went, yeah, and, and he actually patted, uh, um, you know, uh, Salpin Gardis on the back and was like, yeah, well, fair enough. Yeah. And then on come uh, Titonier and saved the day. Yeah, mm. His name's spelt Titan in English, yeah, I know, but yeah. it's not pronounced that. Which I was Sh he was a Titan. Karagunas sort of pulled rank in the on Salpin Gardis. I thought Salpin Gardis should have taken it. Yeah. I don't know if Karagunas is the penalty taker. Mm. Well, he's nice. their most experienced player by a long, long way, isn't he? I would imagine that he is. He's got extra experience at missing penalties now. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice height for the goalkeeper as well. But, you know, Poland will be slightly worried because... Mark Bright thought it was a good penalty. <laughs> I think Mark Bright's a knob. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's in the corner. I think Sam Brighty, but it didn't go in, did it? Which no. <laughs> is the main sort of barometer for a good penalty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, will the, I mean, the polls might be quite worried because that really is two points dropped. And they've got the mighty Russians in the next mm, game of the And they were emphatic. Yeah. 4 1 against uh, the, the Czech Republic. They look good, especially on the break. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, they broke. quick. Yeah. And, and they seem to exploit. Space like no other they team did. I've seen in the first round of games. And they, to and be they fair though, the, yeah. the Czechs are not the team they've been in the past. It's, it's not um, four one. I know it's I know it's four you know. one, but I think Poland, you know, will have a decent chance against the Czech, against the Czech Republic. To be True, honest. but think of the chances that um, um, uh, Kursikov missed on his own. I've yeah. never yeah. seen such a banana-footed player. They, <laughs> they they flew out the traps. It was like they couldn't wait to get started. And yeah. they, their movement was sensational. I mm. thought they, I mean, they would give. I know it's not a big shout, but they would give a lot of teams problems with that movement. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, going forward, they're irresistible. On the break. Yeah. Well, James Appel has been tipping um, Jagoyev to be yeah. to be something special for well, quite a while. Already got a break. Uh, yeah, as he's uh, one to watch the tournament and immediately proven right what a player he is. The thing I liked about him is that he's obviously shown um, promise in the past, and this is probably the big stage where he's going to mature, but it means so much to him. You oh, see yeah. How much he loved it when he Second was, goal in particular. Yeah, you can believe his like, well, loving it. I think he was probably saying, that's how you bloody put it away, because Kersikov missed so many, didn't he? he? And Pavlichenko's goal was a great individual. Lovely one. Well. Yeah, it's the sort of thing, though, if he'd missed that, you'd be absolutely furious with him. Yeah. That was a proper sort of selfish FIFA goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, as we said, uh, Ashavin had a great game yeah, as well. Yeah, he did. Prick. <laughs> well, Pavlyuchenko's goal was like we're three one up. Let me do what I want. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let me have one. Yeah. Uh, but I tell you what, um, uh, Pilar was it for the Czechs? Yeah, that's that a great goal. It's a lovely little tuck and finish, wasn't mm. it? 
Um, but not enough Not nearly it enough It was a boob job of a goal yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was But I mean Russia if, if we assume And it may be wrong to assume at this stage But if they do win the group They're going to face a difficult game In the quarter final That'll be delish yeah. mm. But who did, they play, who did they play last time In the quarter finals It was a Holland one It beat was them. Was that group B you're talking about It is group B Well yeah. let's go there yeah. Because the Danes have uh, In the words of Was it um, Jonathan Pearce or was it one of the commentators? Oh, the greatest upset in the history of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even the Danish manager was like, we're eighth in the world. Yeah. Or, is it eighth or ninth? They're ninth. They're top ten. Yeah. They are top ten. And they won their oh, qualifying group. It's not that much. Above it is, Portugal. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 and it, they've won this competition before. Exactly. Not that long ago. Exactly. exactly. It is an upset. But and Nicholas Bentner plays for them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> know, so they're bound to get something. Um, but yeah, Crondelli were the only goal of the game. I lo- see one of the things I love about the Euros is players like Crondelli who I'd never heard of yeah. just popping up and doing something brilliant that's yeah. right that's right and you'll always remember him now yeah, like absolutely. a pop quiz question wasn't it yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. which Cron um, yeah no uh, uh, Holland started uh, uh, with a front four uh, Schneider behind Van Persie Robin and Affalai um, on, on the wings and they had 28 attempts at goal yeah it was like someone had put a curse on them he really right in front was. of goal it was absolutely ludicrous the du- the, I mean the Dutch will be pig sick because they should have won the game There's no doubt about that And that is, that's the kind of game You win that You go into the Germany game Thinking Have we got a point We're, st- we're still on yeah. Very much yeah. Going into the Portuguese game uh, Even if we lose Against the Germans uh, They lose against Germany They're out yeah. yeah, is it not? Yeah, you will. Have you know, unless there's yeah. an incredible. I think yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah, the case. Yeah. You know, normally you lose two games and that's and that's you out. Um, and really, I mean, you would be so frustrated as a Dutch fan, wouldn't you? Mm. I thought Schneider played well. I thought, I thought he'd be, he's probably the best I've seen him play for a while. I thought like played well as well. I mean, I didn't think know. he was getting any penetration. Mm. He's been quite frustrating. He was getting on the ball quite a lot, but I didn't think he really sort of delivered when he as well as he could, as well as, as I've seen him in the past. But that said, he has been out injured, hasn't he? Yeah. And all sorts of time off. So. I mean, Van Persie had a couple of absolute shockers in oh, front of goal. He's yeah. just his control was woeful. And Huntelaar towards the end as well missed a really good chance. So they, I mean, there's been a lot of call in Holland for Huntelaar to start ahead of Van Persie. I imagine that's what they'll do because you know there is no time to lose now and um, they won't drop Schneider because politically apparently that's just suicide for the manager yeah but he's a, he's a class player as well you though, can't, yeah. but you can't rely on penalty, penalties all the time they've got enough <laughs> class to put that team yeah. away this was yeah Van Marwick was angry the Dutch weren't given a penalty he said what made this defeat unacceptable was that we were not given a 1000% clear penalty 1000% <laughs> yeah mm. um, I, I would it say it was a penalty yeah it was a penalty but I would think Van Marwick's probably taking the heat off his own players there mm. yeah uh, but, but at the end of the game I mean The Danes looked quite comfortable I mean there was a couple of times Where I thought Hold it in the corner And they never mm. You know and, and, and they were knocking it, The ball about quite well You know Denmark They played well We can't um, take that away from them They soaked up the pressure well I thought They did but, They um, could see a 28 attempts <laughs> well, yeah, True true But I mean at the end of the game Holland had of course You know Schneider and, and Van Persie On the pitch uh, You know Huntelaar Van der Vaart Dirk Kau uh, as well And the trouble was They threw I mean they had a flipping front six Or whatever it was Robin hit the post as well Didn't he He did in the yeah. first half But they had so many on That when Denmark Came out of defence With the ball There was only old Van Bommel there yeah. They, they had so much room to, to take the pressure off themselves. But, 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 Van, uh, Van Bommel got a booking, of course, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. of course. He gets yeah. one when he starts. That's right. I, I was, there's, um, there's been talk that um, after World Cup 2010, that people are saying, I haven't seen enough of them to sort of justify this, but people are saying that he shouldn't play with two holders. He should play with one holder. Yeah. Probably De Jong. Move it's Van a waste, of the, old now. It's a waste yeah. of the attacking talent they've got. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that's probably true. So who would you have there? Maybe Van der Vaart in with Schneider? Yeah, or is that Van a bit der Vaart too... played a lot in qualifying, didn't he? Mm. I, I think that. Um, 
one thing is for absolute certain that next game against Germany is going to be a humdinger My, they've got to win yeah. well, well, at the very <laughs> least they've got to not lose it well, I tell you what if they're 2-0 down with 20 minutes to go red cards are plenty you know what yeah. I mean <laughs> get your in play red card it's going to be, an, <laughs> gonna be a war yeah. <laughs> that's crazy though to think the Dutch could go out in the next game yeah it is I mean l- looking back at Denmark again as well I yep. think Christian Eriksen was very well marshalled out of the game but he, he was, was. Uh, he didn't he didn't. He was disappointing really mm-hmm. um, hopefully we'll see a bit more of him in the competition as it, yeah. as it goes I th- through I think a lot of these players find I mean especially if they're young and actually Oxlade Chamberlain said it in the post-match interview they used to have a bit of space and they come up against really sort of experienced hard-nosed international players yeah, everywhere you look this tournament and they don't get hardly any time yeah, and yeah. they're not used to it and I think as, as young players I mean rarely you have a few that don't like Rooney was a, was a good example but gen- generally they need time to develop and, and sort of explore yeah. the experience of yeah. finding space for themselves you yeah. know? it's a completely different set of circumstances isn't it which you have to once again get used to and gain that experience within mm. and also I mean Ericsson's going to a into a team who aren't really fancy they haven't got no, an amazing yeah. amount of quality around him like he's used to at Ajax so. well, they could go through though next round yeah, of games. Uh, Portugal's a wonderful yeah. game it's a very, very strange atmosphere at the game because it was another one that was only about two thirds full I mean there was an entire side mm. uh, one of the sort of bigger sides um, at the, 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 the widthways um, of the pitch where there was just no one in it Straight, and just absolutely well, well all supported sides yes. well you were saying Jimmy you didn't think the atmosphere was good enough for the game that we saw yeah it made the game seem like it was duller than it actually was does that make sense yeah you know, no, it, it was a visibly good game that no one seemed raw, to be getting you know. excited about. It yeah. was it was made for a very strange atmosphere. I just yeah. love the way that how the, the whole uh, competition has begun and how um, international competitions, no matter what happens, they always um, wrong foot uh, or put on the back foot sponsors because you know the Dutch <laughs> have been all over this. Uh, yeah. You know, all yeah. the Italian stuff. They've been we've been seeing player <laughs> after player after player, yeah. and it's just like aha, <laughs> Denmark has beat you. Yeah. <laughs> Hummel have beaten Nike. <laughs> 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 Speaking of sponsors, you know, obviously McDonald's are the official sponsor. I've seen like uh, photos of Burger King logos. Yeah. Instead of saying Burger King in the middle of the logo, it says, We can't show our logo. 100 metres this way. <laughs> Brilliant. Because <laughs> the sign is so red. But you all know what it is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's also worth pointing out that uh, Jetro Willems for Holland started and became the youngest player ever to play at the Championships, beating Enzo Schifo's record set in 1984. If he can yeah. have a career like Schifo did, he'd be loving it. Yeah. Mm. I thought or he a career okay. like Jethro. Yeah, I, I thought, thought he yeah. did okay. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, will the Germans put out the Dutch in the next round? That's a big question. They will be. They will be so keen to do that, Jim, won't they? Such a oh, typical German thing. To imagine. Do. <laughs> <laughs> See <Yeah>. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's move on to Germany, uh, who beat Portugal one mm. 0 Mario Gomez with a header. Um, I. Do you know what? Dare I say? I thought Portugal deserved probably at least a point. Varela miss. Mm. No, I, I, think thought, they I did. thought Portugal I've... edged it. No, I don't think they did. They didn't I get think a goal. The last, te- last ten, last twenty, where they just sort of went, we need to do something here. But yeah, exactly. Right. I, th- I thought they set up for a draw, which is absolute suicide really co- in that group. But they never, they look really cut. Co- apart from the goal, they look really comfortable. Germany never created anything. No, but P- Portugal didn't create anything, did they? I can't. No, I but don't they, think no, but they did. I mean, Pepe hit the underside of the bar just before the first. That's half. a great first touch. One of the best first touches I've ever seen in the centre back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Brazilian doesn't count. Yeah, you know true. my thoughts on this. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Varela, of course, at the end. Um, uh, Nani had a couple of shots blocked there was, they hit the bar again in the second yeah, half you, again, you're going to have shots blocked against the team well, like Germany no, but I, mean? I don't ha- think they went out well, to try and win the game enough to deserve well, th- anything but, uh, from it well, if you try that against Germany you're going to get punished let me, let me lighten the mood by saying that Cristiano Ronaldo had another tantrum 
Yeah. <laughs> I thought Ronaldo actually worked his bollocks off and really yeah. deserved more from his well, teammates. He was isolated, you know. Yeah, like he, I, like I'm pretty sure he thought that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I stormed down the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. The, the problem Portugal have is there's too great a disparity between their sort of really good players and their kind of players that are maybe a little bit lucky to be in that Boiler side. Yeah, there's a, they've got a lot of kind of kind of workmanlike players in there, which doesn't Postiga. suit the style. They're trying to play Postiga is a great example. Yeah. Of that. Do, you not, do you not just think it's a lot simpler than that? They just need a good quality striker. Well, and they've never. They've and when Nelson Oliveira came, he looked really bright. Yeah. But I, I mean, it's probably come too soon for very, this. very inexperienced. You have to go I back to Eusebio. Is there not an? Get him back. Is there not an argument to even play Ronaldo up front? He scores so many goals. He's obviously well, got that in his locker. But yeah. I, I, I think I yes, but I I also think that. That's probably a question that's been broached by Bahala Bento, and, he's, and Ronaldo said, no, I don't want to do it. Mm. And the, the other thing Bahala Bento's done, don't forget, is he is, you said there's, there's players around that you know, aren't maybe of great quality. Um, he's fallen out of Carvalho and fallen out of Bosingwa, and they, won't, mm. they don't want to be selected. Well, yeah. Now, okay, Bosingwa's not a player he was, but he's a Champions League winner twice over, yeah. and Carvalho's excellent on his day. Yeah. It's, and, and, that's, and that's a factor. But having said that, I thought defensively they looked solid. And actually, um, you know, Andy Brassel. Um, European football journalist and, and friend of the Ramble. You know, he's he's in the Portuguese camp at the moment, and he said that they don't know he's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, he's he's in an air duct. I've, 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 blown, I've, blown, I've blown his cover. <laughs> yeah. um, he said, you know, that I don't think the Portuguese could could have envisaged the game going any better. Really? That's what? Yeah, that's what he thought. Yeah. You know, and I, I I honestly thought they deserved a point, and they could have nicked it. And yeah. had they have maybe. Gone at Germany. I mean, look at. I mean, Germany's midfield consisted of Kadirish, Feinsteiger, Müller, Özil, and Podolski. That is decent. Yeah. And and yet Portugal, I thought, looked a bit better in possession. Yeah. I Germany didn't create much, but they still won. I yeah, but this is. I don't think they did enough with it. That's the. Well, it's meaningless when you know. Th- but the thing is, though, mate, if, you know. But it's not meaningless if you take the pressure off your defence. Think, think of the margins, though. Th- th- put, it in, put it another way: if Pepe's goal, which bounced on the line, goes in, right, mm. that's one all, and you go, "That's a brilliant draw for Portugal." No, one nil. Oh, well, well, I assume the game finished one 0 Well, okay. But what I was going to say was that um, Varela had that chance. Yeah. That if he had a bit of composure, maybe a bit more experience, he'd have taken a touch there, and they would have bombed past him, and he'd slot it into an open mm. net. But Portugal will see the Denmark game and say, "Okay, Denmark got a good result, but we can still beat them." Yeah. And now. They'll take great heart from Holland losing as well, so they've got a decent chance. They do well, yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought Fabio Coentrao had a good game. Yeah, he did. I think he's an excellent he's fullback. Decent, yeah. He really is. And, and what I think's great about Coentrao is, you know, if you play Ronaldo, I mean, he's not in front of him per se because Ronaldo's going to roam, isn't he? But he does mm. free that kind of flank up, doesn't he? The, well, there's a, there's a Danny Alves quality to him where yes. he'll play a side of the pitch yeah. rather than a sort of position with like on it. Well, at one point, like Mourinho was playing him in like midfield, wasn't he, mm. for Madrid? Yeah, which was probably strange. Yeah. But um, I think he's done very well, given that he's playing in quite close proximity to the most terrifying man in the world, Bruno Alves. Yeah. <laughs> Who looks like he, if he did, if he made a mistake, he'll eat your heart. Absolutely. Alves and Pepe at the centre back. <laughs> no wonder they didn't create. I'm not going near them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. take a point, you know. But, <laughs> but Gomez had other ideas, and that is it is for Germany, isn't it? They don't create anything. Blah blah blah. They've won one nil. If you, if you give Gomez if, the thing about Gomez is you switch off for 10 seconds against Gomez mm. he gets a chance of score mm. yeah, and, he'll, and he'll be deceptively sort of quiet won't he over and over again and any chance he'll just put it away didn't in the Champions League final no. did he <laughs> <laughs> that's probably, that's probably but how many other goals did he score yeah no season? fair enough he's yeah. little bit of a false sense of security I just saw you on telly like a couple of weeks ago being a bit gashed to be honest <laughs> being Crispin Glover from Back to the Future <laughs> <laughs> um, the German FA have been handed a disciplinary by UEFA due to their fans throwing 
missiles or paper as most people call it um, at one of the Portuguese players taking a corner did you see Russia see that yeah. fan <laughs> they were yeah. throwing missiles their fists yeah. Yeah. Croatian missiles were tables <laughs> yeah, yeah and chairs yeah I thought it was a bit harsh a few fans throwing a, I mean you obviously don't want them throwing bits of paper but, do you reckon, do you but they're reckon always cracking down on the right things aren't they <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon that the, uh, the what was written on the paper <laughs> <laughs> did somebody just do a blow off Right, <laughs> yeah, that is it. Yeah, charge two year ban. Good to see Croatian fans channeling the spirit of uh, Charleroi, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Using the old uh, patio furniture, <laughs> 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 the weapon of choice. Right then. Well, let's go on to Group C, where the, the Croatians are. But we've got to talk about Italy versus Spain first and foremost. For my money, the game of the tournament so far. Oh, definitely. Oh, absolutely. Fun. Let's talk about the Italians. Three, five, two. Libero, yeah. wing backs, Pirlo. Oh. Balotelli and Cassano up front <laughs> Sven managing they're my first team now yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought they were great the uh, yeah. first half um, got the better of it against Spain would you say they look really mobile they look a hell of a lot more mobile than, than Spain and, and Spain are one of those ones where they do use the space more effectively and they do sort of support one another but they just look the Italians look quicker and an Ita- a quick Italian side I mean yeah. come on but I, I, th- I think that uh, Maggio was excellent I thought he, he really done well, Giacarini yeah Giacarini was, was good Who, as well making his debut <laughs> now he's, he's normally he's five foot two as well he's normally an attacking midfielder so, and uh, making his debut as a wing back against Spain against Spain yeah, yeah. <laughs> wonderful yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, wonderful performance that is absolutely top work from him um, uh, and PK versus Balotelli for me was just a lot of fun yeah, yeah that yeah, was nice yeah. wasn't it at one point he, uh, when Balotelli punched the ground I thought if PK had rolled over there <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> his fist would have gone through him that would be dead <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think PK would, would be blissfully unaware for the rest of his life how close to death he was <laughs> Luke you want to talk about De Rossi Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as, as I mentioned a bit at the top of the show, he's, um, it was just great to see him there. I just, I was just thinking at one point during the beginning of that game, the amount of quality they've got at the oh. back is obscene because Pirlo was dropping so deep. And they've had a couple of injuries as well. Yeah, they had uh, more than a couple. Yeah, and I thought they were excellent at the back. It's an unusual do. system, isn't it? I think it took the Spanish a while to get their heads around it. I still think well, the Spanish I, system wasn't. Uh, well, actually, <laughs> equally <laughs> unconventional. It was, Craig it was just it was two midfields just yeah. battling each other at the top. It's yeah. really Craig strange. Craig Levine-esque, as everyone's yeah. been saying. Trailblazer. Yeah. Had to be said. Had yeah. to be said. Sorry. I, I think that... Um I think I still think the Spain thing. It's funny how like so Italy have had a lot of injuries and they're playing against the world champions and the European champions. So I think we'll, we'll try something a bit different, you know. Mm. And I applaud them for that. But Spain have got absolutely no excuse for playing those strikers. I don't no. understand the point of it. Very weird. They've got Llorente, who's unequivocally one of Europe's best strikers, and the whole possession versus penetration balance. I just don't get right. Well, the, yeah, I mean the, the, the substitute started uh, really with Di Natale coming on. Mm. Tony Christmas and <laughs> and and, and, and Pirlo, who'd been great, and they're playing some lovely diagonals. And again, mm. as you say. Exploiting the, the the width. I mean, they Spain probably could have doubled up on, yeah. on on Italy down the flanks, but it seemed like the Italians had all the room. Mm. Um, but Pirlo just broke f- through, didn't he, mm. of that midfield line and thought, yeah, all right, then. slips. And then Di Natale went, I see what you're doing. Mm. I've seen the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I've opened up my body. He slipped him through. And he, it was marvellous, marvellous attacking. Pause at that point. Play. I'd have put my house on the screen. <laughs> he goes, opens the body, waits for Casillas to just drop to his knees, and, and flicks it into the corner mm. last minute. It, that is absolutely magnificent, beautiful. 
He's, he, he, Di is, is just he, he's, he loves goals so much he's almost like he was quite pleased when Spain scored because he thought right I've got to score another one now brilliant yeah. can you suggest a quicker 34 year old as we said before I, I think he's the quickest 34 year old in world football until next month when Ooh. Dennis Romadal turns 34 oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the Rom yeah, um, uh, yeah. I mean, and then uh, only a few minutes later Spain woke up and um, but Mark and, as, and as, scored, yeah. as a, as a long term football fan long time football fan do you not get frustrated by Spain the, the, the personnel they've got available to themselves <laughs> I thought you were going to say as a striker yourself <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think the amount of striking quality they've got on Of course, yeah, yeah. It's strange I, 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 You've not got a striker on and the pitch You know, when Torres came on Obviously Torres missed a few chances But he gave him a more sort of natural option yeah. And their play was better for it Well, he gave, right. a, he, he gave them a footballer Who uh, gets to stand nearer to the goalkeeper Which is half the struggle, yeah. it seems yeah. Most of the time I mean, you know, he was one-on-one one a couple of times And he, he, he muffed it up a couple of times and it's, it's like they'd lost a bet but the fact that Torres missed the chances is, is, is to miss the point the point is when Torres came on they got a load more chances yeah, of course. Mm. and if they had made the right substitution which would have been Durante in my opinion they'd have won that game 3-1 probably well they finished the stronger I and mean, we talk about the Italians you know, all day long but they did finish the but stronger those, those teams will both be pleased to get that game out of the yeah. way yeah I think so I think, I think the point did them both and uh, the Spanish they showed you that why they're European and world champions because they're playing against a very very difficult and organised Italian side with a lot of quality mm. go a goal down right come on fags out let's go to work yeah. Yeah. and a few minutes later they got a lovely equaliser and they capitalised on one of Italy's um, mistakes because it was a ball from the back that was, was kind of over hit and Pirlo looked around as if to say what are you doing you know mm. lovely bit of passing boof and, but, it was, but, and it was one but does it not mean now that they've both both Italy and Spain have got to put Croatia to the sword yeah well it, I mean it depends doesn't it I mean it, you know it could, it could work out where I mean without being disrespectful to Ireland which we'll come on to in a minute it could just oh, yeah. be a fact of who beats Ireland by the most amount yeah. pre- 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 presuming that Croatia carry on the way they have been yeah. which may not happen anyway yeah I mean I, I don't think Spain will be too worried who would they get from assuming they go through oh they're not going to fear anyone they yeah care. they're not going to worry who they get from England and France and Ukraine I don't and Sweden think they, I don't think they can and I don't that. think the Italians would worry too much either maybe the Italians would probably prefer not to play the French but we're, we're talking about that. you know they're already through when but, Croatia beat Ireland 3-1 conversely yeah. I would also say that um, England uh, would have the same mindset you know Roy Hodgson's a very level headed manager I don't think anybody's going oh my god who are we going to get? get you've got to get there first I thought you were going to say England aren't worried who they're going to get I was like yeah. oh I am yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no you're absolutely right it's a point and, and we'll see we'll see what happens Croatia beat Ireland 3-1 um, uh, the one thing the Irish did get right was their players were wearing 1-11 Oh, <laughs> yeah, and their fans I, know that's people, I don't want to sound patronising or cliche but their fans were amazing well, no, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it is a good point because you know England there were empty seats in Donetsk and that's I wouldn't blame the English for that I think that's the, the set up on one thing or another you said you know Holland Denmark Ireland that end was absolutely packed mm. to the rafters mm. and they were, and they and were in bouncing yeah, yeah and they were in great voice all the way through you know even I mean you know Croatia beat them quite soundly mm. and you know but they had their chances though for me they had a couple of you know, had a couple of shots on goal I thought well you know either side of the goalkeeper and obviously that's to goal but you know I think I think you're right Pete I think it's frustrating for them as far as going forward they had chances they should have had a penalty probably they had chances but when they when you sat like that you don't do the basic no. like, oh, every single one of those goals was an absolute gift oh what a soft header so it's, 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 it's frustrating for them yeah, the most frustrating thing from the Irish point of view must be whoever that crazy person with the whistle was in the mm. crowd what on earth was that about yeah. you see that at the game someone, that was, someone, the yeah, but someone blew a whistle as the, as the ball came in for, uh, for Croatia's first goal and Everyone seemed to hesitate for a moment, and that seemed to be enough to put given off. And just, yeah. it, I thought the goal had been disallowed, uh, which well, was Saint, obviously the point Saint of that Ledger's whistle. Goal. But this, exactly the same yeah. thing happened for St. Ledger's goal. Really odd. I should play to the whistle. Oh, that doesn't work. 
<laughs> Mandzukic is a confusing player because he I've is. seen him play as like a traditional playmaker before and I've really enjoyed watching him but then he turns up for Croatia against Ireland works really hard which yeah. you don't like, see a playmaker doing and he scores two headers and it's like how, when was the last time he scored mm. two headers no nah, it was a given own goal yeah. oh yeah <laughs> well, get, as someone uh, as someone says on Twitter let me credit them um it was uh, Jesus Chingley he said was Shay Givens head of the best of the tournament so far <laughs> oh, I just like as cruel, he turned he, he's like oh he's got that goal and then he looks up and he's got a hilarious amount of white chalk on his on his nose and mouth yeah. <laughs> I'd like to have seen Poor the Croatian celebration go up to him just like point at him like laughing uh, Jelovic of course yes yeah. talked about yeah. him but what a gift again again, again yeah they did oh. that thing um, it was one of those fluffed clearances that England did a, a couple of times you know in 86 when Maradona got the handball and then in 88 when yeah. Houghton scored that kind of boot up in the air but you yeah. kind yeah, of played about it the wrong way. but, but that, they didn't get enough loft on it Jelovic yeah. uh, yeah. uh, as well you, oh, he's one of the most one touch strikers I've ever seen Yeah, I, he, he, will, yeah. he will lap that sort of stuff up yeah. all day it doesn't matter who the keeper is it doesn't matter what the game is he, he lives for those sort of chances and I think he's one of those sort of strikers I mean we saw him well I saw him play for Everton against Liverpool in the cup semi-final and he put a, such a shift in he's a sort mm. of striker almost like Ian Wright back in the day he will chase down 150 lost causes yeah. and the 151st he'll get a goal and he'll be delighted yeah. Yeah. You know, he won't complain he'll just run himself into and the th- and that is all about attitude obviously mm. work rate and ability but mm. your attitude's there mm. I mean, one thing we didn't say about Italy-Spain you know, you couldn't see someone like Balotelli doing that and when he got his chance <sighs> he just strode up to the goal mm. yeah go on then I'll do oh, what? he just never he, decided what to do Sergio Ramos is not the quickest I mean he's obviously Quality yeah. player. That's a brilliant tackle from Ramos. It was as well. He risked a penalty but and ascending off there. Balotelli led him right should back. Should have given the chance, or should he? No, Absolutely. Yeah. He was trying to back heel it. He's thinking yeah, yeah. back heel it. Yeah, back to Ireland. Do, do you think? I don't know. It'd be interesting to hear from Irish fans. I, mean, I know that Trapattoni's sort of ultra defensive model has got them to the tournament, and I mm. imagine you know you'd be grateful for that. But I, I thought he was. You know, when you when you're chasing the game, mm. yeah, it's, it's a three game pretty rapid fire tournament yeah. setup. You know, you're losing the game three one. You know, you might. And have it was lost. early in the second half. Yeah, it, there was enough time to get back into it, and he didn't really seem to. I would, I would have put McLean on. I'd have yeah. put him on to stretch yeah. the play. And really, and, and do you know what? Give Croatia something to think about. Well, he eventually brought John Walters and, and Simon Cox and Shane Long on. I thought Cox. I know people. People yeah. would say that Cox was great. I think he was quite poor. I think he was too pumped up. He gave away too many free kicks. He, he, he was all over the place. Really, I, I thought he was way too pumped. No, up. you're right. You know, I mean, obviously Robbie Keane came off, so it, it wasn't quite the. Uh, the, 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 the kind of go for it spirit that, that perhaps needed and as you say it's 3-1 it's three, down and they didn't look at, like they would play their way back into the game so you think mm. right let's just go for broke here well bring Gibson on he can hold the ball yeah. and he's not the greatest player in the world Gibson but you hold the ball up and he can pass it yeah. you know, and that gives he's you not a, a bad shot time. on him as well yeah, if, exactly, you, if, you, yeah. if you get the chance but it's a shame we'll make the chance yeah it's, it's a shame for Arnold and, and, and you worry for him don't you with um, yeah with Spain and Italy coming up yeah. <laughs> 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 but to be fair yeah, no, Italy have generally struggled against Ireland in tournaments well, you know, um, I mean obviously you know, there's not a well, huge deal of logic to that but let's but be honest if, if Ireland got a point against Italy it would be a great result yeah, of and then they've would. got to go and beat Spain yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just think it's so annoying keep believing yeah. it's so annoying the fact that Ireland are gen- genuinely I've seen them playing qualifying a, a few times they're so solid at the back yeah. mm. doesn't matter who they play to a certain extent they'll do fine because well, they're yeah. never their game ball. plan just went out of the window it did. didn't it with such just a, for individual a mistakes. bizarre early goal I think um, it was maybe Barry Glendening said you know Ireland or, or forget who it was but uh, someone said that Ireland would have preferred Spain or Italy to start with yeah of course just get out of the way exactly and, you, yeah, and, you, and also you, you find your level you, you massively play for a draw as well yeah. you know you, you restrict them from playing etc etc against Croatia it's kind of like you start off 
with a game that you perhaps think you can win you've got to change your style mm. and you've got to go for it and if also, you lose that game you're it, massively on the back because it, it makes it must win if you've got those two absolute giants coming up I mean Croatia are clearly a better team anyway but it's yeah it's just it's the uh, it's the the most favourable game first which has yeah. obviously gone against them hugely do you chaps think that Croatia could hurt Spain or Italy then? So they played okay well, they play well, well yeah. they deserve a bit of credit they? they do yeah it'll be interesting you know, Italy have struggled against Croatia before mm. if I'd be looking over to the bench and I saw a man in a suit and a dut I'd be um, a, little beanie hat. a little bit a beanie hat on top mm. Bilic Bilic is beanie. Beanie. I just think Bilic I do like Bilic I'm not going to slate him but dig your top button up he's got a suit on do what you want he's a rock star so he dresses how he likes it's true it was a funny addition to his head wasn't it that beanie <laughs> I don't do Great. my top button up with a suit yeah I don't you can't tie with a t-shirt I don't even always tuck my shirt in which I know you don't like so. not when you're wearing a tie come on Marcus that's madness isn't it uh, when he's on stage though yeah <laughs> dishevelled man you didn't moan when the strokes did it did you Oh, he's all gone quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and I am comparing Jim to Julian Casablanca. <laughs> <laughs> you having that one, Jim? Yeah. yeah. Of course he is. <laughs> put um, it in a way that I can put it on a flyer. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, but I, I go back to Croatia. I don't think mm. they'll fear Spain or Italy. I just don't think they're set up like that. They're there on an adventure, aren't they? That's Billich has very much got them to enjoying their football, enjoying the fact they're there. And uh, it, those, they're going to be very, very sort of thrilling encounters, I think, those games. Let's not forget that once they get going, they explode. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, if you'd have given Croatia three points, three goals, plus two goal average, going into Italy, Spain, they'd take mm. that. Every day of the week, twice Every day of the Sunday. week. Bilic and his beanie, they'd have liked what they saw. <laughs> yeah. They, as if the beanie's got a, <laughs> yeah. <you> know, <laughs> a personality of its own. I'd like to see Hodgson stick a beanie on. Yeah. Not today, it was too hot. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. when it gets to Kiev, it's a bit cooler. That's yeah. true, that's true. Now then, uh, that kind of uh, wraps up the, the first uh, round of games. Right, but don't Mike, worry, Michael, Gris, Michael Gris hair transplant, is that what we're going on to? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. no. I was uh, unaware of that, though, no. to be fair. Um, no. At the time of recording, Ukraine and Sweden uh, hasn't finished, so we can't talk about that. But obviously, we're going out to Kiev tomorrow, so um, we will be uh, talking about the next round of games from there. But we, So let's move on to another part of the world where there's still football being played. I don't believe it. We talk of tactics and 1-1s and 1-0s and all the rest of it but all that was mere paper talk in New Jersey last week when Argentina played Brazil <laughs> I love this because even when the European Championships are going on the South Americans are like yeah but we still have some of the limelight Argentina 4 Brazil 3 was one of the games of the season it yeah. was unbelievable savagery <laughs> and we're not even in a season in, in Europe yeah. exactly that's what I'm saying they're like no we'll have a bit you know, you know. Yeah, you find Europe. We're yeah. going to still do our stuff, yeah. and it's going to be even better. <laughs> but it was end to end, packed full of goodness, and nearly all the big boys were on show as well: Messi, Neymar, Mascherano, Di Maria. Hulk. Brazil was quite young though; it wasn't um, Iguain, big. It wasn't um, the, um, true, yeah. Mar popular, well, they, yeah, people were suggesting. Is there Olympic squad, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, Marcelo was in there, and as I say, Ulki or Hulk. Yeah. Marcelo got himself sent off, didn't he? Not? Well, yeah, we'll come to that. Um, Pato came on too. Yeah, I thought he was. Well, out for the next eleven years. Permanently injured, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was there were lovely goals and slips of plenty. Um, and Messi scored a hat trick. Of course he did. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. I don't really think that sentence does it justice, really. Mm. <laughs> second hat trick in pretty quick succession for Argentina, isn't it? He'll do that. He's starting to do it for the national team. Yeah. It's mortifying. I mean, it, it, <laughs> well, yeah, by which yeah, I mean he, brilliant. He, he, <laughs> oh, he doesn't do it in big games. He's playing Brazil, for crying yeah, out yeah. A hat-trick against Brazil. And how many of you all he scored this season? Yeah, and in, in the New Jersey sun. The third goal was Chronicles of Riddick. Oh, well. my goodness. 82 goals for club and country this season. Yeah. 82. 82. Not good enough. Like I say, if you halved that, 
anybody yeah. would be over the ruddy moon. Yeah. Korea, a, a striker's career. Yeah, imagine so, that. If any stri- if any English striker scored forty two goals in season, yeah. or forty one, sorry, is half of eighty two. <laughs> Terrible. Stick man. Let's not exaggerate. Yeah, stick him in that Ireland team. Oh, I tell you. Um, yeah, so Brazil went one up, and then Messi soon equalised, and there were two similar goals. You know when he slipped through, and he's just like the flipping you know, little hair. He just thumb yeah. like a greased hair. Yeah, it's, it just finishes so beautifully as well, and it's kind of like yes. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where he can do every type of finish to the extent where the goalkeeper has no clue what's going to happen. Yeah, that's it's right. It's not like the goalkeeper can study him and go, well, if he comes in one on one, he's going to do this. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's going to do. Mm. He pulls a magic eight ball out of his shots and shakes it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. look, Cloudy, shake it again. Yeah. I'm going to go for a dink. Dink. Yeah. <laughs> Slip <laughs> it in the corner, round the keeper. Fine, no, don't bother me. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't uh, score enough with your shoulders, Leo. You've got to work on this. Yeah, he does. Oscar scored a nice one for Brazil, make it two all. Then, then Hulk actually put Brazil three to up. Federico Fernandes made it three. And then Messi, with five minutes from time, scored the goal. Of the game, and I loved that the commentator the, as he came forward, he was like, Messi, they're backing off, they're backing off! <laughs> <laughs> like a horror film. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, 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 the, and the drama wasn't even finished there. The first 85 minutes gave us seven goals, and then Lavezzi came off the bench in the 87th minute and was sent off three minutes later for an incident with Marcello, uh, who was also sent off. And then Lavezzi did a bit of a Joey Barton before he going mad. He went mad. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, yeah. It looks mad anyway. Not as mad as uh, Pablo Guinatsu though. Guinatsu, he came on for Argentina. He's 34 in August and picked up his seventh cap. Came on, <laughs> came on straight off the set from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> Massively yeah. in that bar. Yeah. He looks like he'd kill you just by looking at you. Yeah. 34 in August and his seventh cap. Yeah. That is Diego Maradona's selection. Yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. Yeah, he's he's got to be one of the ones Diego called up. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's definitely mates with Diego. Off, off, yeah. you know, he looks like one of Diego's heavies. Yeah, a, oh, yeah, like, a gangbanger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. Right, um, uh, that's all we've got there from from what happened in New Jersey. Uh, should we have an email to finish? Oh, go on then, let's have hey, an email. Go on. Ramblers Assemble. Oh, like we already have one. So it's it, all good. Yeah. Uh, after listening to your story about Kiev's deputy mayor telling people not to swim in the river, it reminded me of several things. When my parents moved to Kiev in 2008, oh. one of the first things we were told was never to go in the river because the sand was full of radiation from Chernobyl. <laughs> I, fair, fair. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Thanks yeah, for I also that. remembered a story about the mayor who, when Kiev's budget wasn't balancing, uh-huh. decided to charge people to visit the city's graveyards. As you can imagine, this went down well. In the election a couple of years ago, this same mayor ran against one of the Klitschko brothers. Mental. (laughs) It's from Samir (laughs) Jack Kadiolu. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Samir. Sent from his Android <laughs> device, no less. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Good uh, Kiev River update. Yeah. We're going to be there. We're flying out there tomorrow, so yeah. Tuesday the 12th. Yeah. Mm. Um, next show you guys will get will be on the 14th. Um, which is Thursday people are still asking aren't they yeah yeah it's on the <laughs> website you can, you can get yeah. the information on there when we're bringing shows out and then we're doing we're going to the England Sweden game which mm. is excellent mm. absolutely uh, but of course if you want to get in touch with us the, web, uh, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website the new website it's still new I think we yeah, still keep having right. that certainly a lot going on there's thefootballramble.com and it's magnificent get over there a lot of you haven't been getting over there get over there yeah. but a lot no, of you have so thank no you very much no excuse <laughs> there's loads I mean honestly I, I spent a good well I was at work to be honest <laughs> <laughs> a good hour just seeing what had been put on that day there's cartoons there's uh, more pieces than you have any right to expect <laughs> sirs or madams yeah. mostly Brilliant. sirs mainly <laughs> sirs yeah. you can always live yeah. in hope marvellous um, right that's it uh, for us this time say goodbye Jim bye say goodbye Pete goodbye Marcus and it's goodbye from Luke too see you Thursday alright gang see you then
Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.